Hi, I'm Natty Segris, and I got next. You next up, and you ain't been on sports like talk. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you better hit him up. Look, you breaking next, and you up next. Keep the wins go hard. Rise a star on the big scene, make them know who you are. You don't break a sweat, don't settle for less. They put you through that test. Your resume that flex. Who got next? Who got next? SLT, ready to say go. Who got next? Who got next? Living my dreams and all your goals. Who got next? Who got next? You can ask B. Jones or head coach. Who got next? Who got next? You next up, so here's my vote. Who got next? Yeah, let's go, SLT Nation. Welcome back to another fire episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next, a platform that gives exposure to the voices of tomorrow. That's right, it is season four, 2024, the year of the Mamba. And we are searching all over this country. It don't matter what level, from pop water to the professionals. And we're finding rising stars who are doing big things and accomplishing big dreams. Now, I want y'all to hold me down for doing this one. I'm sorry. We and KT been working three long years on this show. This is season four. And the good Lord that blessed us today. We got a very special one for y'all. I'm talking about the pride of Poughkeepsie, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about the two-time Big East Player of the Year, the All-American, one of the baddest women on the basketball court, and the number three pick in the 2023 draft, the silky smooth 6-1 forward out of Villanova. Let's make some noise, DFW, for Maddie Seagrass. <laughs> Maddie, what's going on? How you living today? Doing good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on today. You? You excited? I'm excited. He excited. You excited out there at TV land work? Welcome to Sports Life Talk Nation. I am your host, the mouth of the South of B. Jones, the OG, all things Louisiana. I'm gonna put your L's up, Mr. Yeet. Is in the building. I'm rocking alongside my brother from another mother, the other side of the logo, the choir storm, the nature boy, the head coach, KT Kev. I don't know how you did it, bro. I don't know how you did it, but mama, we made it. This the last show we ever do. I mean, I can't in Candyland, man. How you pulled it off, KT? Well, man, how you feeling today, bro? I'm feeling great, but I hope this isn't our last show, B. Jones. Don't bring that kind of negativity around. But hey, what I did, man, I slid in her DMs and I was like, hey, Maddie, we would love to have you on the show. And she responded back, which I was surprised. So, hey, it's the basketball gods. Thank y'all. And B. Jones, let's turn up. Let's turn up. Thank y'all. Welcome to the show, Maddie. It's time to go to work. We know you know how to put in work. We've seen you put in work over the last four, five years all across ESPN. And now you're doing it on the biggest stage in the WNBA. But we got to do this thing in order, Maddie. We need you to take your right hand. We need you to reach over your left shoulder. 
grab that buckle strap in buckle up <laughs> click clack it is that time ladies and gentlemen before we get this show started we gotta pay the bills and by paying the bills we don't literally mean paying the bill but we need you to help us to grow this platform and take this thing to a whole nother level 2023 was rocking 2024 as you can see we promised y'all bigger and better this thing is off the chain so we need y'all on the count of three to help us to push this mountain push push this ball up this mountain and to create memories and miracles and we need you to first and foremost smash that subscribe button become a part of our family we're gonna give y'all 180 shows this year we're gonna maintain the hardest working podcast in the game number two we need you to hit that like button as many times as mark zuckerberg and elon musk will allow you to make this show just bubble all the way up in the algorithm and number three last but not least sharing is caring y'all see it I know y'all excited because you're here watching this, so make sure you send this joy. Send this over to one of your friends, your family. Pick five people, random, that mean a lot to you. Send them show. They're going to thank you for it. I promise you. Maddie, Miss Seagram, what can we, what, what is the official, what are we supposed to call you on this day? I got I got to make sure I'm doing this Maddie, right. Maddie. All right, Maddie. Maddie Buckets. Uh, uh, y'all going to hold us down? Is Villanova going to hold us down? Oh, for sure. Alright, here, let's do it. On the count of three, let's make some noise for your boys. Let's do it like we true to it. One, two, three. Boo! Yeah, it's a party. It's a party. This show is already cracking. Thank y'all if y'all did any of those three things. Welcome to the Sports Life Talk family. KT and I, we don't take the words family lightly, and we truly mean that. We don't do fans. Uh-uh. We don't do followers. Uh-uh. We do family around here. So if you did any of those three things, welcome to the Sports Life Talk family. Maddie, what is your favorite emoji right now? What When you send messages to your friends and family, what is your favorite uh, emoji? Probably the laughing emoji. I feel like I'm, I'm putting that a lot. All right. Sure. So we're going to sprinkle those good vibrations. <laughs> laughing emoji in the chat right now. Sign in if you did any of those three things so KT and I can reach out. And we want to tell you two words. What's that? What we're going to tell them, KT? We appreciate you. I know you said two, I but I wanted, I've been wanting to say we appreciate <laughs> you is what I should have said. But in my head, I want to say we appreciate you. All right, well, uh, we're going to send y'all six words <laughs> or three or four words. All right, y'all. It is time for the Sports Life Talk initiation. You ready for this, Maddie? Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. let's go. I don't know, B. Jones, the way you hooting and hollering, this may be our last show. Can you bring it down if I could give you one of my... I, can't, I, can't, man. I don't know what's got over me. Coach Schilling, somebody pray for me. I feel like I can't in the candy store. I, I, I'm going to be hyped this whole episode, KT. Let's go. I see. Maddie might have to be my new cause if it's keep going like <laughs> that. All right. To initiate you into the SLT family, you got to give us your top five music artists. All right. So Taylor Swift, I'm big on the grind right now. Uh, Drake. No throwback, little Billy Joel, Elton John, mm, Kanye, all over the place, I know. Wait a minute, new Kanye or both old Kanye and old, new Kanye? Both, but I love old Drake. I love, I love Kanye, the new and old too. Very few people can dig that new oh, Kanye, man. but I love the new Kanye. So Kevin, what are you giving everybody's All-American? What am I giving her? I'm not giving her anything. Okay, so the first thing, we like to rank everybody's top five, and the highest you can get is five. But there's no way I'm giving you anything less than five. I'm not giving you anything less than 10. I'm not giving you anything less than 15. <laughs> B. Jones, we're going to keep this two year off right. 
Give a 25. We don't give a 25. Oh we jump right in it. I can't even count that high. <laughs> Because this is our first official WNBA player, B. Joe. Right? Uh, well, when Carly came on the show, she wore, yeah, she was. Yeah, we had Carly Samuelson. So. You are right. Second. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, who is your favorite superhero and why? So, probably Superman. Um, I just love the, like, don't tug on Superman's cape. I think that, you know, when you face adversity, like, it's go time. And I like that. Uh, Love all the movies, like the motto. All right, so I asked you that superhero question because we see you as a superhero. So with that said, <laughs> you know, a superhero needs their own theme music. So what would your theme song be? Uh, I'll rep Villanova, probably like the Rocky theme song. I think, you know, I'll make Philadelphia proud. Okay. Wait, wait a minute, is it Rocky theme song, The Eye of the Tiger, or is it that dun dun dun? Probably that one. Okay, probably all right, one. okay. Yeah. All right. All right, so this is a running feud that B. Jones and I have. I would rather be a singer. He would rather be a dancer. So we need for you to break the tie on this episode. Which one would you rather be, a singer or a dancer? Probably a singer. I can't really sing, but I wish I could. I feel like that would be a great like quality to have. Uh, but you the TikTok. See, you, you got tons of TikToks. You love dancing. I, know, I, know. I do. But I think like I can't sing, so I think like if I could, I would want to sing. I got you. I got you. You want you want to add that into your repertoire yeah. with you know with seventeen thousand points. All right, let's go. <laughs> B. Jones, she can do a duet with Ty Taylor Swift, so that, that'd be perfect if she. Was I, I mean, that would be great. <laughs> All right. So, what is something that basketball has taught you that you can use when you're not on the court? Definitely like teamwork, um, and like your habits off the court are just as important on the court. And I feel like with anything you do, whether that's like workplace, like friendships, relationships, like when you, you know, where you where your water is going to grow. So the more effort you put in, the better you're going to be at whatever you're doing. Okay, Maddie. So this is 2024. So this we're calling it the year of the Mamba. Mm -hmm. We're a huge Kobe fan, so that's our mantra for this year. So we're a huge sneakerhead. So I want to ask you. Just keep it on the Kobe. Would you prefer the OG Grinches or the new reverse Grinches? Probably the OG Grinches for sure. OG Grinches 2 0. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're gonna go, they probably gonna go undefeated for a while, I'll be jealous. I like yeah. the reverse Grinches though. I'll be honest. I, I fell in love with the reverse <laughs> Grinches. Yeah, I, I like those too, but it's just something about those. And I think the price yeah, for sure. is hard to get. So it's like something you can't get. <laughs> yeah. You ain't gonna get them. We ain't gonna get them at least. Oh, you crazy. In two weeks, I have them. I told you, if I got to run out the store with him, I will have the Kobe. I'm joking. <laughs> a little bit. All right, uh, Maddie. So, B. Jones and I, we're going to produce a movie that's centered around you. The one thing that we're missing is a lead actress. Who should we get to play you in the story of your life? Honestly, probably my sister. My little sister. I think she would embellish the areas where you needed it, and she, she would be really good. So, shout out to Caroline, because I think she could probably do it better than anyone else. I, I, I had Lizzie Kaplan. So <laughs> we could probably oh. we could probably afford our sister. I, you yes. know the girl in now you have you ever seen now you see me? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She the she the female magician in the crew. Yeah. That's why okay. I have. But I I like your sister too. So yeah. <laughs> But you know the one thing about Lizzie B. Jones, when she's on the series, it tends to get canceled. So you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go, <laughs> go another route. I just thought about that one, man. 
Lindsay, please, we apologize. No, I love you as an actress. It's just I want this to do great, and you may get us down. All right, so we have another series called the Educator Series, where we highlight some of the best teachers and administration in the world. With that said, give us your favorite teacher and why. Probably Mrs. Marr. She was my high school teacher, and like we still keep in touch to this day. And I think she she was a guidance counselor, and she just spent so much time like getting to know her students, and like over the, your four years, and like she would be like, you know, if you ever having a good day or bad day, just from like seeing you in the hallway. And I think like you know, a good teacher, like, changes your life. Like, not just, like, in the classroom, but they really, like, you know, you have that relationship forever. So this is probably the most important question I'm going to ask you during this initiation. B. Jones and I, we're, we're a huge fan of the women's game, so we'll go to Chicago to watch it. We'll go to Louisville. We'll go anywhere. But when we go, we got to eat. So we come to Arlington and watch you play. What's that one food spot you're going to recommend, and what's your go-to meal there? Probably. Well, there's two. The Grease Monkey, go and get a burger right by the stadium. And then right across the street is a barbecue place, which I'm going to mess up the name because it's in Spanish. It's like Hurtado, and it's such good barbecue. So I think you do a two for one. Get the burger, you go across the street, and you get the barbecue. So what we're going to do is we're going to eat the burger before the game, and then after the game, we're going to get mm-hmm. <laughs> barbecue. So we're going to tell, ask Coach Schilling to let us know when they're going to play on a Saturday. So yeah, like, sure. we, we have all day. We have all day to be out there in uh, Arlington. Listeners, today we have the privilege of chatting with an exceptional individual who has taken on the world of basketball with determination and skill. Maddie Segrist is not only a remarkable competitor, but also a true embodiment of hard work and dedication. With achievements including two-time Big East Player of the Year, first-team All-American to name a few, Maddie has demonstrated her commitment to excellence both in her sport and now in her new role with her college basketball family. Join us as we explore the journey and insights of a professional athlete who's been setting the bar high and inspiring others along the way. Maddie Segrist, welcome to the show. We are super excited about having you on this. If I hadn't said it already a thousand times, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna say it one more time. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the family. This one, this one is going down in the history books. We setting the ball pretty high in 24. So everybody who come on after this will be ready. We got some work to do. But uh, Maddie, we love to tell people. We want to tell them your story, and we got to tell them your way. All right. So we saw, we saw the montage. We Ooh. saw, we saw the, the pictures of you back when you was in high school but take us all the way back to the beginning when did you play when did you first start playing the game of basketball and when did you fall in love with the game cyo uh like started playing for like the church league probably third grade but that was like where half the time was practice and then half the time was a scrimmage um probably like fifth sixth grade when like i started playing travel basketball and i started to really like it but uh, not until like eighth grade, I was like, oh, I really love basketball. Like, I, I just want to play basketball. When did you realize you were different? Because I'm talking about like, that's the first time I never heard somebody from Poughkeepsie. <laughs> <laughs> when did you realize you was really different with this thing and you were, you were going to be truly a great? Probably ninth grade. Um, there was like a few freshmen that made varsity, but I was the only one that played. I started and I was like, oh, like, hmm. Okay, and then like AAU that year, I was like, oh, like, 
I gotta go play AU, not just in our town, I should go to a bigger team, and that was the year I did it. So I think, like, I was, like, to get more exposure, and I was like, oh, maybe I could play in college, and then um, that's kind of how that happened. Now, normally, normally I love to ask the athletes the question, who, who do you say you emulate? But you in the WNBA, so you, you you have to emulate yourself at this point. But did you did you grow up with the icon? Did you grow up with somebody that you you looked at them, that they post on your wall, and you say, hey, I want to play like this individual? Yeah, so Rachel Fitz played at Marist College, which is a Division One school near me. And all through, like, probably the end of elementary school and middle school, she was, like, the best player. And she's their all-time leading scorer. And I remember going to CY, like with our CYO team in fifth grade, and they were like telling everybody who to watch. Like, okay, you watch the point guard, and they were like, "Daddy, you watch her." And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, and ever since that day, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I want to be like that." So, so how would so, to, now? We all seen your game, you know. We uh, we we've all followed the ESPN press clippings, the ESPNW. You've been everywhere, but in your own opinion, how would you describe your own game, Maddie Segris? Uh, I just think you don't stop moving. I think, you know, you want to be relentless on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively, and, you know, you never give up on the possession. I think when you do those things, you know, you really help yourself. Now, I, I had the opportunity. We was at, uh, I think we were in Chicago. Kevin told you we travel a lot. I can't yeah. remember the exact city, but I, I remember shaking the hand of a coach at Villanova. He was, he was a guy. He was a little bit older, but uh, he, we were just sitting there talking to Chad, and he was like, man, I all of these great players, I, I don't have that to offer. I said, yeah, but, you know, not too many people can say they coach Maddie Segrist in All-America. He was like, yeah, you're right. I got that one, I got that one bullet in, in my gun. So what made you decide to go and play for Villanova? Um, Villanova is actually my last offer in high school, senior year, and I had all lower schools and, and they had came in and I just loved it. I loved the campus. I loved everything about it. My, I always wanted to be within three hours from home. So Boston and Philly, like that was the range of schools. And, you know, Villanova was probably the biggest school in that area and like the best basketball. And when they offered, I think I committed like two or three days later. Now, it looks as though when you got to campus, you pretty much put your your, your knee on everybody's neck. It was like you applied <laughs> pressure from day one. Did you come out of the gates with that confidence? Or what, what kind of gave you that confidence to start cooking like that, to become one of the most lethal scores in the game? Well, the first year I redshirted, I actually broke my foot, so I got hurt. Um, so then I had that whole year just like practice. And at the time, I thought like this was the worst thing that could have happened and it felt like the longest year ever. And now I look back, I'm like, wow, what a blessing that was that I was able to look at the game from a different way. And then that first year playing, I feel like I was just so much further ahead than everybody else because I was able to watch. And then, you know, things just, you know, they started rolling pretty fast. Now, we, we in an era now of NIL, and I think, you know, we had, you know, you kind of caught the tail end of yeah. NIL, but you didn't really, <laughs> you ain't really get it like they get in the NIL, yeah, right? Uh, I, wonder, I wonder what that would have been like for you if you had the opportunity to be on the cover of cereal boxes and, yeah. and all of that stuff. Have you ever thought about, like, why y'all brought NIL out just a little bit too late? <laughs> I know. It's so weird. My first two, three years, it wasn't there, and then the last two, it was, but. It wasn't really big until like the end of last year. I feel like this is when it's like started to explode. Um, 
but I was fortunate I got to catch a little bit of it. So, and you'll take any benefit you can, right? Yeah, the top players in the country with NIL just so happen to be women's basketball players. Yeah. Do y'all, do, 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 the, do the community, does women basketball community, do y'all kind of tout that and understand and appreciate really how much okay. the, the Caitlin Clarks and the Angel Reese's, how much they've done for the game, including yourself, how much y'all have done for the game of women's basketball? Yeah, I mean, I think that's great. And like the more exposure like you're getting, the, it's just growing the game. So it's so exciting to see. And now like with social media, you're able to see like different parts of athletes lives like i'm if i wanted to know about a player in elementary school you only knew the bio the the four the four sentences about them and like now you can like see so much more which is so interesting well, I'm going to tell you what's really interesting is that I just became a Dallas Wings fan. I want to say about three years ago when we started the whole You Got Next series. Kevin took me out to a game. I think they played the drink. No, it was the, the New York Liberty was the first game me and KT had went to together. Uh, we got pictures of that somewhere. But uh, ever since then, I watched I watched the drafts. You know, Charlie Collier coming here. We, we we got all of these drafts. And last year, we, we, we they said we got the number three pick in the draft. And I'm going to tell you something. I claimed it. I don't I said we got to get a shooter. We got to get this lights out, young lady out here in Villanova. When they called your name, I swear I, I was come get me now, Elizabeth. I was so excited. What was it like getting your name called in front of the whole world, going up there holding that Wings jersey, being the number three name off the board? What you got to encapsulate that experience for us. I mean, it was surreal. Um, you know, going into that day, you you, you kind of know like about you know, where you are, whether it's like three to five, three, but like, you never know people drop, people rise, like things, people go out of left, go out of nowhere. So the whole day you're like, you have like things in the morning with like all the draftees and then, you know, you're eating quick and then like hair and makeup starts like, I want to say one. And then you're over there at four and it's just like so long. You're just like, Oh, I just wanted to like get picked. And that luckily I didn't have to wait that long. So it was one, two, and then as soon as they were like, Maddie Sears, I was like, oh, I got up, I hugged my parents, hugged my sister, and then I went up on the stage, and after that, you're in like an hour media circuit, so you don't even have your phone, like, you don't even have time to process it, you're just like, doing media, you're like, oh my gosh, like, and then all my family and friends were at like a restaurant down the street, so it was so great to be able to like, see all my old teammates afterwards, and really celebrate with the people I love. So the first game we went to this year, I can't remember who we was playing. God, I can't remember the game, the first one we went to. But uh, you got the game. Seattle. Was it Seattle? I got, you know, I can't remember, actually. But I'm going to tell you this, uh, Maddie. It probably was one of your best games coming out uh, in your rookie season. And it was it was a funny moment because me and KT sitting there next to each other. And uh, you, 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 you dropped like 11. You had like 11 points. It was kind of in the middle of the third quarter, and both of us kind of grabbed our phone, and we did this number here. We looked at each other. Kevin said, you better not, because I was going to add you in my fantasy. <laughs> both, both, both of us was going to add you in our ESPN fantasy league <laughs> at the same time. But uh, let's talk about this rookie year. Because as, as great as you were in college, you're the All-American. You're getting all these accolades. You walk into a locker room full of All-Americans. Probably one of the hardest job interviews in America. <laughs> to become a, a, I mean, for real, it's what, 144 mm, positions, mm. In, period, in the whole country in order to get one of those. So you walk in this uh, in this, this gym with all of these great players who are, who are so elite. You got Enrique. You got, you got Satu. I mean... 
what, what was that like, you know, being that new kid in that room? And how much did you learn during your maturation process of this first year? Yeah, well, you feel like a little kid first. You're like one one week you're with all your college teammates in a dorm, living together, four people in like a, an apartment. And then a week later, I'm across the country in a beautiful apartment. I'm by myself. I'm like, this is crazy. Um, it just was so such a great experience. I learned so much. I was so fortunate. We were, you know, a good team, and I, we had a lot of strong players, vets, and I just got to learn a ton. So I was like, this is what I'm going to do this year. I'm going to be a sponge, and you know, whenever my number's called, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to make the most of my opportunity. But you know, I'm just going to learn a ton, and that was like on the court and off the court too. Like I had never been that far from home, and like living by yourself. And like in college, you live by yourself, but like structured very your whole day is very structured where like all of a sudden it's like practice is over at two like what do i do for the next six hours i don't have class like um so it was really cool i learned a lot about myself too you you found a grease monkey that's what you that's what you you had all that time to find the perfect i learned how to cook a little bit that's what i can you a little bit what's the go-to meal what's the go-to meal some type of pasta. I make like a feta pasta with like tomatoes, rosemary. That's as far as we got. Pasta and a salad. So different yeah. kinds of pasta and different salad. Throw salmon on there if I'm getting really crazy or chicken. So this Dallas team got some pretty big expectations. Y'all made it to the semifinals. Trust me, uh, that was that was a huge accomplishment. You know, you got two two uh, all pros yeah. right there, two of the two of the best. What what was it like playing on this team and y'all making this run deeper than ever? And uh, I love the coach too, by the way. It's a yeah. new coach, new players, new yeah. atmosphere, new energy. Uh, what what was that? What was that run? What was the, the culture in that locker room like? It was just so much fun. I think like we had so many strong players. Like we didn't lose anything when we subbed. I think that's so important. And like in order to go deep, you know, you you gotta have that like next man up mentality. And like you know, it's a long season. People are gonna be out for a game or two. Like different things happen. And I think you know, we handled adversity really well. And to see that and learn from that from you know the, the vets and their coaches uh, would just you know help me later on in my career. And, and uh, I'm going to tell you one thing. We might not have won the championship, but I know we won the fashion. I know we won the runway. Don't nobody, sure. Hey, don't nobody come to the games calling in the Dallas Wings. Yeah. Is that something y'all talk about? Is that something like, hey, don't come looking shabby. No. Hey, don't come with no Adidas joggers on. You got to come. Because yeah. y'all be sharp when y'all be on the pregame, uh, you know, heading to the locker room. Yeah, I, I know. I, I noticed that really early on. I'm like, ooh, I better step it up. I'm like, okay. You know, cause sometimes people wear, like, you know, sweat, like, college, yeah. you're wearing the same sweatsuit for 35 games. And then all of a sudden, it's a fat, it's, you're on the runway. So yep. I thought it was really fun. I kind of, like, leaned into it, embraced it. And, like, it was fun, like, picking out the outfits, like, the night before, like, when we go shopping. I'm like, oh, I got to get an outfit for the, for the car, for walking in. So that was a lot of fun. Did you pick your own or did you have some help? Little bit of help, a little bit of pick your own. I had a lot of good teammates at Villanova that really helped me. So if they found like a cool outfit, they just send it to me and be like, wear this next week. I'm like, thank you. 
All right, man. Well, we all know you, you Maddie Buckets. We know you you pulled off so. I mean, you got a list of accomplishments that's a mile long. But this is the this is the year the Mamba here at Sports Life Talk. So you got to tell us what was that moment in your career? I don't care if it was at Lords. Is that how you say it? Lords, yeah. Lords yeah. High School. I don't care if it was on the AU circuit. I don't care if it was at Villanova or even in your rookie year with the Dallas Wings. What was your moment? Your Mamba moment in which you just took you dumbed out. You blacked out. And took over the game Oof. probably like the best like one of the best moments like i think I'll, forever will be for me like this year in a sold out pavilion where we play at villanova we won the game to go to the sweet 16 and like i i, I knew i it wasn't announced but i knew i was going to the draft and i just looked around and we had just won i had, had a big game it was sold out and i was like wow like this is crazy like it was the first time we had ever hosted um we were going to Sweet 16 for the second time in program history. And I just knew at that time, I'm like, wow, this is a special moment. <laughs> this is a special moment right <laughs> on this show. So Kevin told you, we don't, uh, we typically don't, we, we ain't been blessed with a lot of the WNBA players. We getting them. They, they just, yeah. Yeah. you, you, you go start a trend, but, uh, sure. but, there, but mostly we have a lot of young ladies who are watching this show, a lot of high school. And I'm talking about all Americans yeah, and exactly. even, even the underdogs, the ones that ain't being recruited. They look up to you, Maddie. They see your yeah. story. They see what you've accomplished coming out of a small city, uh, in New York that not too many people know about but my question to you is what advice do you have to all these young ladies who are on this AAU circuit they 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 whether they get any attention or they don't get the attention tell them about the hard work what 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 would you say would your advice to be to them now that you can look back at your career with all you've done what would you tell these kids how to handle the process and uh, what to expect along the way I would say that everybody runs their own race. So you just worry about what you're doing. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing. And there's so many things like off the court that'll help you on the court. Like that. I feel like it takes a lot of people like college or even pros to figure out whether it's like, you know, the, what your intentions when you go lift, the conditioning, like your habits, like whether it's stretching, eating, sleeping, like those things are so important. But just when you go out, like, do all the little things because that's going to put you in a different category. Once you're talented and you do the little things like skills, you can work on skills all day long, but like to get like that next over that little hump, like it's all about like in the details for sure. And last word, um, uh, Kevin told me that uh, you dabbling with some coaching. Is there, is there a coach secrets down the road when the ball stops dribbling? I, th I think there could be, um, you know, I'm really fortunate Villanova had offered me a job, you know, this off season, let me train for, you know, getting ready for go back to Dallas, but a uh, special assistant like in the women's program. So a little bit of everything, just seeing administrative, like coaching side. Um, I do think down the road, you definitely could see some coaching in the future. Well, what kind of coach you going to be? You going to be firing brimstone or you going to be more laid back players coach? Uh, I think a little bit of both. I think that, you know, I'll be somewhat of a player's coach being a player myself, but you know, if I gotta get on them, I'll get on them. Yeah. Cause I can see that fire in your eye right now. Yeah. It's, it's probably a basketball somewhere in that room. <laughs> <laughs> you, you about to probably go hit the, hit a hundred J's right after this show. All right. You ready? You ready to go, Maddie? You ready to have a little fun with us? Oh yeah. All right, Maddie C.
Empress, welcome to the championship rounds. This is the part of the show with KT and I. We do a little bit of one-on-one. And uh, you are now calling all the shots. So you know how, how brothers can get with a game of one-on-one, right? Oh, this yeah. is a truly, truly competitive part of the show. But the rules are super simple. Both KT and I are about to present to you some options. And uh, basically our version of Would You Rather, okay? Whichever one of the hosts you select, that host will get a point. The first host to get two points or the best out of three will win this episode's game of championship rounds and kt is the defending champion even though i won coach shillings episode i know that was two years ago it don't matter i want it all right okay yeah. this is 2024 man stop doing that stop bringing up all this stuff all right maddie would you rather coach a player that needed guidance because no one gave them a chance they make it to the basketball hall of fame you know after you and in their speech tells you they wouldn't be there without your love and guidance or or in a big game scenario it's coming down to 10 seconds left you coming down the, the other team got the ball they you get a charge they send you to the foul line and you sink the game winning free throws for the dallas wings what game what kind of game regular season or championship Nah, I ain't gonna put championship on that. I ain't gonna put championship on that. That's too much. Yeah, you know, He's he gonna say I'm cheating if I say championship. Let's say a playoff game, though. I, I think I gotta go guidance. But if it was a championship and it was a <laughs> if it's elimination game, I'm going foul shots. <laughs> but if it's a life thing, I feel like the guidance is the way to go. But championship game, we're getting a ring, hundred percent foul shots. <laughs> I'm still gonna give you the ding. You got it wrong, but it don't matter. You mad at secrets. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? All right, KT, let's go round two. Would you rather host your own traveling food show exploring delicious dishes from around the world for ESPNW, where you get to interview other professional athletes and coaches, picking their brains while eating some of the best food in the world, or or would you rather have Netflix do a documentary on the WNBA? And we're going we're gonna to talk to all of the rising stars that came out in your draft class and the next draft class. You are one of the five featured athletes in this documentary. We're going to follow you around all through the season, in the locker room, in the weight room, in the medical room, off the court. We're going to tell them the Maddie Seeger story, but we're going to all do it in the name of building the brand of the WNBA. Okay. Probably the Netflix, and then I could, yeah, because then you can make you can get your cooking show later. I think I'll take the Netflix right now. I'm let you know, Maddie. Yes, I, I, I get you taking the Netflix, but no, you can't have the food show. I'm striking that from the record. You didn't pick me. Oh, no, no food show. All right, Maddie. Well, for the final round, it is a tiebreaker situation. We stop all the talking and we take it to the sneaker game. All right, Maddie. So for round three, without you knowing it, KT and I have selected a pair of sneakers that we think represents you. KT and I are super sneakerheads. As a matter of fact, if you want to come hang out with us, anybody out there that's open invitation, eight o'clock Wednesday nights. Every Wednesday night, we go live. I do a segment called the Drop, in which I talk about sneakers and which ones you need to go out and cop. It's a fun show. So we would love to have all of y'all come rock with us during our live. But now is your moment, okay? So I got a pair of shoes. KT got a pair of shoes. On all the right. count of three, we're going to get you to say, hold that sneaker. And then we're going to show right. you what we got. Now, keep in mind, think hard about it. Because whoever you choose for this round 
We'll win this episode, and I promise you, somebody gonna be pouting and crying. Okay, Maddie. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Hold that sneaker. <laughs> I had to go Villanova. I even got. I even got the baby blue accents in there. I got the full wildcat. Okay. I got a, a Jordan Lowe that you can pretty much rock with anything. Everybody got Jordan Lowe's. Space Jam. I'm talking to Maddie. I'm not talking to you. All right. I think I think I got to go Jordan Lowe's. Oh! oh! No! I love the color stuff. No! I'm sorry, Villanova. I picked the one pair of shoes and I thought Villanova yeah, was hey, 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 just, just throw them across the room. She didn't pick them. I'm not. I'm not. When I get Villanova, I'm wearing these shoes. Oh, we, we got a Villanova God. coach supposed to be coming on too anyway. Yeah, we Coach won. Malcolm. We need, to, we need to holler back at Coach Malcolm. That's who it is. Maddie. You know how much this means to win your episode? You know how mad oh. he's going to be for the rest of the year because of this? Oh, wow. gosh. Maddie, what a way to throw a wet blanket on the fire. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Come on. Because my heart was just beating. It, it's just beating because I was like, man, I got to win this episode. I got to win. Coach Schilling, Maddie needs lines. As soon as we get back, blow the whistle, put on the... <laughs> oh, this is great, B. Jones. What a way to start 2024, man. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to be jealous of that one for a long time. All right, but ho hopefully, you know, when Asia Wilson come on or somebody yeah. like that, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, Kelsey Plum, I'll get those wins. Yeah. You never know. I'm going to keep dreaming big, okay? You going to get some wings? So you want to get some... No, I'm gonna get some uh, Stabilis, Satoos. I'm gonna get her, her, her episode. I'm gonna win that one too. <laughs> no, for real, we can get Satoo. I might cry on that one again. All right, here we go. Let's get back to work. Let's get back to. Work. Let's get up out of here. We talked about the past. We talked about the incredible moments you've had, and now we got to talk about the future. The title of the show is Sports Life Talks. You got next. The question we all want to know, Maddie, what's up next for Miss Seagrass? Just, you know, just training every day, getting ready, um, you know, for Dallas and next season. Um, you know, all the work you put in in the offseason, you know, reflects on what you're going to do in this season. So just going to continue to work hard. And I think way in the future, not way in the future, I think you can see Coach Seeger someday. All right. So do you have any shout outs you want to give? Shout out to, uh, shout out to my parents. Love you guys. Um, and I have two brothers and a sister. So shout out to you guys too. And my and my teammates, Villanova and the Wings. Oh, and I had my I got my nomination. You want it? No, no we'll get that in a second. We'll get that in a second. I got it. All right, so this is the part of the show where you get a chance to call the person that you think you have next. Tell them, hey, I got a chance right. to watch B. Jones and KT. Told them my story. I want you to do the same thing. With that said, Maddie, who are you calling out? Who should have next? Veronica Burton. Oh, Arkansas legend. Yep. No, no, Northwestern, Northwestern. Yeah, no, Northwestern. No. Veronica Burton, a poor guard, B. Jones. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I thought she went to Arkansas, though. No, she went yeah. to Northwestern. 
Okay, okay. Hey, she cold though. It don't matter. Hey, V off the chain. I, you know what? She smiled at me before too. She ain't gonna remember it, but I was saying we were sitting three rows off the court, and she hit me. Oh no, you all right? Because you you said something, and she looked up and smiled. Yeah, yes, yeah. That, that look, I was sitting right. close enough. All right, V. You got an invitation to be on the show. Your ticket just got punched. You officially on the clock. We can't wait to have you on the show and to tell your story. So we we gonna be reaching out to you super 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 soon. But Maddie Segris, you got next. You are an icon. You a trailblazer. You a living legend. You are energetic. You are extraordinary and elite. You deserve a yeet. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I, I, I'm telling y'all, we can, I can do this show another 30 times over. That's how excited I am. This is the greatest job in America. Maddie, we appreciate you coming on the show. Sports Life Talk Nation, thank y'all for watching another fire episode of You Got Next. This is that year of Marvel, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take this thing. Let's make history. It's all on you now. You are the true MVP of this show. Make sure you do the big three. Smash that subscribe button. Become a part of our family. Hit that like button. Send this to as many people as you can. I'm going to add one more because KT is working hard on our social media. Every single day, he's pumping out some new content. Make sure you go to any of our social media handles at Sports Life Talk. All one word. We the only Sports Life Talk out there in the game. And lock, lock in with us tap in with us and uh we promise you we're gonna keep working hard and giving y'all more and more amazing content and um listen you, you, you don't have to be in the WNBA to be on this show we want to tell all the amazing stories go to our website sltugotnext.com that is sltugotnext.com if you got a story if you feel like you got next click on the nominate tab tell us why and we're gonna reach out to you and give you an audition for the show don't forget Wednesday night come hang out with me and my boy as well as the rest of the sports life talk family we would love to see you there come be a part of the, the content the conversation and the community and lastly if you watch this on youtube thank you so much we appreciate you helps us a long way to go to monetization and growing the show but if you want to take the silky smooth sounds of the mouth of the south the velvet tones of the head coach kt on the road you can download the podcast in audio form wherever you listen to podcasts whether that be spotify or apple whether you're going to work whether you're in the gym, whether you're cooking fat up here, spinach pasta with Maddie Segris, you can take and listen to this What's Like Talk You Got Next series and make your day just a little bit brighter. KT, congratulations on the win. I promise you I'm going to be reaching out to a bunch of WNBA people so I can get my lick back. But, uh, but close us out, KT. <laughs> Maddie, you don't know how much it's meant for us for having you on our platform. We really appreciate it. And whatever you need from us, please let us know and we got your back. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys for having me. Hey, Maddie Mamba, show us that J. Show us that J one time. Oh, it's wet. Oh, that thing wet. Sports Life Talk Nation, we love y'all. Stay safe. Be blessed. Respect each other and love one another because together we are better. And keep dreaming big because you never know. Your story may be the next one featured on Sports Life Talks. You got next. Yeet. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the craziest. I knew you had next because you always working, you always grinding, you're in your bag because you're always working. Like in due time, I just I knew you got next. 
Did it, huh? Crack the code. You got next, you smashing goals. You want next, you need exposure. Well, sports like talk out the baddest show, like the baddest hut in the room. Podcast is tuning too just for you to talk your shit. Talk your mushroom. You want what you eat and you should consume. Sports like talk from the late night to the afternoon. Then rest repeat. Hit the like, leave a comment, or subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You got next, it's a small taste of a winning meal from a chef type of celebrity. What's up next is you, at least you better be. Life talking this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sports life talking this.